This past week, I uh, was trying to help him get things ready for the Valentine dance and do regular stuff and get things done. And it was just a busy week. The last part of the week, Dusty kept telling us that there was a Valentine a father-daughter dance at the school. And she just kept saying that there's a father-daughter dance at the school, and I don't know how to dance. I did not want to go to a father-daughter dance, and I was hoping she'd forget about it. Well, finally, Friday, we called the school, and there's no father-daughter dance at the school. But we found out that First Baptist Church was having a father-daughter dance. And I thought, well, we have to do this. I believe it was Thursday. We went down, we bought her a little corsage so she'd be feel really special. Went up to the lumber yard and didn't do much. From, I didn't do much. Everybody else did. But I watched as they decorated for the dance and got everything ready and I told Sandy I'd be home at 5.30 to get dressed to take Desi to the father-daughter dance. And at 5.45, she calls me. Where are you? I'm leaving right now. Well, five minutes later, I left. Right now, for men, that means a little bit. I went home and got dressed and saw my beautiful little girl. And we went to the father-daughter dance, and she was so excited. They had a photo booth, and they had a chocolate water fountain, and that's what she called it. And, and, and they, had, they had these, these little hearts, the little um, conversation hearts, you know, in bowls. And, and she went and got one. I said, Desi, I don't think those are for, for now. And she said, yes, they are, Pops. They're for us to eat. I said, I don't think so, because they're on the table pushed back in the corner behind everybody, and and I was right for a change. They were for games, and we played games, and she kept wanting Pops to get up and play games, and, and I wouldn't volunteer because I, you know, I was afraid to fall on my face in front of everybody. and I didn't want to embarrass the church. Um, <laughs> finally, I volunteered for a game, and I lost. <laughs> you know, I wasn't the only loser. There were three of us. And she was so excited because she wanted to dance. And finally, the games were over, and they said, we're going to have it. We're going to dance in just a few minutes. And, and Oh, she was excited. She, when that music started, come on, Pops, come on, Pops. Says, I'm not going to be the first one out there. <laughs> come on, Pops, come on, Pops. You know, all these little girls get out there. So I'm not the first one, right? Come on, Pops. Uh, no, no, I'm not going to be the first daddy out there. So we continue on our little trip there, and finally a couple of daddies got up, and I thought, okay, you got to do this, pops. So I got up, and she, was, she proceeded to teach me how to dance. No, you don't do it this way, you do that. Okay, spin me now. And so I'd spin her, and then I'd spin her the other way. Now dip me. I would dip her, and, and we were having a good old time. I didn't care if anybody was looking at us or not. It didn't make any difference. And then I realized that I was in the, in the room with a bunch of Baptists who aren't supposed to dance anyway. <laughs> If they knew how, they couldn't show it. <laughs> we left there, and, we, and I decided that, you know, 
I need to go check on the middle school. So we crashed the middle school dance, and we hadn't been in there two minutes. A little middle school young man walked up to me. He said, sir, are you looking for the father-daughter dance? I said, no, sir, it's next door. We were there, and it was kind of boring, so we came over here where the excitement was. <laughs> okay. He was satisfied. I danced with, with Desi, and, and this time she let me do what needed to be done, but we did some twirls, and we did some dipping, and, and then she danced with Brian, and, and she taught him how to dance, and we were real glad at that. The important thing of the evening was when we went to get in the pickup to take her home. And she sat down in the seat in the back, and she buckled up, and she said, Pops. I said, what? She said, I just love you. You know where my heart went. And I said, I love you too, sweet girl. Sometimes God takes us on little journeys. And what he is really trying to do on our little journeys is to show us and to tell us. He calls us by name and he says, I just love you. I just love you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever believes in him may not perish have everlasting life. Indeed, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. I learned one of the greatest lessons I could ever learn. Can y'all hear me? Song. Can you hear me? I learned one of the greatest lessons that I could ever learn. And that is the love of a child For such an imperfect daddy. I learned that God can love us in the same way that Desi loves me. That she can say to me, Pops, I just want to say I love you. And that is exactly what God tries to say to us. He calls us by name and he says, I just want to tell you that I love you. But too many times we're too busy in the world around us to stop and to hear him say, I love you. To hear him say, I love you. The scriptures today tell us that he loved us enough to send his only son. When, and I've told you all this, when Brian was getting ready to preach his first sermon, he was working hard and he was trying to remember it and he was trying to get it all into his head and, 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 and put it to memory and I finally said, walk away from it, Brian. Leave room for the Holy Spirit. And I told him, I said, doctors have our physical bodies that they have to take care of. They have to get us as well and keep us as well as they can possibly keep us so that we can continue on in our life and do those things that God has called us to do. And they do a fantastic job at it. But our job when we come to the pulpit is to, to reach people and to heal them for their eternal life that will not end. No pressure for your first sermon. But when you step back, and you listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling you. 
You listen to what the words of God would have to tell us. His words are to tell us, I love you. And when we see his hands, we see why and how much he loved us. In sign language, the way that we would sign this this scripture today is, for God so loved the world, so loved, so much, and that's not what it means. That's not what it means. It means for God so loved the world. With his whole entire heart, he looked down on this world and this earth and he said, look at the mess that these people have made, but I love them and I want to find the best I can give for them. I want to find the best I can give for them. And he found his son, Jesus Christ. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son to sacrifice for us. As imperfect as we may be. As many mistakes as we may make. As many times as we have failed him. He says, here is my son. Here is my son. And he calls us by name. And he says, I just love you. I just love you. Too many times we fail on our journey to realize that God is taking us through this and that and he's given us the joys and the pleasures that he can give to us so that we can stop and hear his voice say, I just love you. I shared that on Facebook because it changed, touched my heart so much. My job is to do the best and be the best I can be in all areas. My prayer last night and my prayer this morning was that I could be the best pastor that you could ever want. The best pastor that I could possibly be. My prayer this morning and last night was that I could be the best husband to my wonderful wife that I could ever be. My prayer last night and this morning was that I could be the best daddy to my kids that I could ever be. I want to live up to those words, Pops, I just love you. As a church, we must live up to those words. When someone looks at us through all their struggles and trials and problems of life, and they can look at us and call us by name, and because we have been there for them with our hands out, showing the love of Christ, they look at us and call us by name and say, I just love you. Because we have given them Jesus. Because we have given them Jesus. Today for children's time, I gave little heart suckers. Parents are probably going to be really upset with me when they get home. I gave these little heart suckers. And you know, to them, that was such an awesome gift. God's given us the heart of his son. And to us, that should be the most awesome gift we could ever receive.
He didn't come to condemn the world. But he came to bring love. Love and passion and understanding. Love that goes beyond any kind of barriers that we can set. Love that goes beyond any kind of, kind of defenses that we can put up on ourselves. That love penetrates all those defenses and those things that we build around us. And that love goes through and reaches our heart. Because He just loves us. He just loves us. But when do we get to a point that we can turn that around and we can stop and not only hear God's voice saying He loves us, but call Him by name, Jesus. I just love you. I just love you. I want nothing. I need nothing. I just love you. We can see His hands. We can see the agony on the cross. In just a couple of weeks, we start Lent. In just a couple of weeks, we start searching ourselves to see where it is that we need to, to put these things aside and better our lives for Jesus Christ. But right now, we need to visualize his hands, his heart, his love. That's given for each and every one of us. When we are in our darkest moments, the darkest times of our life, if we can just stop and hear his voice, he says, Daryl, I just love you. I just love you. Because he calls to us every day. Every single day he calls to us. To say, I just love you. Today is all about love. Tuesday is Valentine's Day. And in whatever way that you celebrate Valentine's Day, men, be a little nicer to your wives. Wives, be a little more gentle with your men, your husband. Show love and compassion. But whatever ways that you do it, know that the one that really has the love for your heart is your Lord and your Savior. Hear his voice as he says, I just love you. I just love you. I just love you. Hear that voice. Let it change your heart. Know that the love of Christ, know the, the creation of the world, know that the creation of, of, of humanity and the likeness of God is nothing but love. But love. Let everything else go. Let everything else go. And hear his voice as he calls to you to tell you that he loves you. Last night was a time that I did not want to do. I was too busy. I was too busy to be there for the most beautiful little girl in my whole life. And I did it. And it's a night I'll never forget. 
And I will forever hear her voice say, Pops, I just love you. And I never want to forget the voice of Jesus when he says to me, Daryl, I just love you. Hear his voice. Hear those words from God today. Because he just loves you. With his life. With his blood. With his sacrifice. He loves you. Dear God. We have failed you many times. You have had to discipline us from time to time. Yet we know that you love us. Help us, Lord, through our actions and our words to others. Show you that we love you. Create within us hearts that ooze out love. We need to hear your voice. As your people, we need to hear your voice. Some of us have not felt it, heard it for a long time. But today in our quietness, in our stillness, speak those words. As we sing our closing hymn, the altars are open. If you would like to come and hear the words of Christ.